The City of Ohio State podcast takes a deep dive into the support services that keep OSU's Columbus campus running 24-7. Hear from industry experts in facilities, construction, real estate, public safety, transportation, and more. The City of Ohio State podcast is brought to you by the Office of Administration and Planning. Go Bucks! Hello and welcome to the City of Ohio State podcast. I'm your host, Dan Hedman. I hope you've put our ride-sharing tips to use since our last episode. This time around, we kick off Season 3 with a look at campus construction. Our guest is Kristen Poldeman, the Associate Vice President of Facilities Design and Construction here at Ohio State. Kristen, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me back, Dan. For our loyal listeners, they know this is your third time on the podcast and that FDC manages more than 1,000 construction projects as part of a $3 billion portfolio. Today, though, we'll focus on a handful of these major projects. First up, the Wexner Medical Center Outpatient Care Powell is fresh off receiving full approval from the Board of Trustees. That means construction can begin on the $183 million project that follows similar ambulatory centers in New Albany and Dublin. What can you tell us about outpatient care, Powell? Yeah, the building is located near the intersection of Sawmill and Home Roads within the Powell limits. And we will build a new medical office building and an ambulatory health center. The location, as the other locations, um, provide medical services within community-based ambulatory facility This location will also have um, imaging, outpatient rehab, PT, endoscopy, just to name a few of the services. That's really exciting. I know the the first two ambulatory centers, both in New Albany and Dublin, have been very successful, and I'm I'm hoping the same is true with this Powell facility. I'm sure it will be when it opens in a few more years. Uh, Back on main campus here on the Columbus campus, the Interdisciplinary Health Sciences Center is wrapping up its third and final phase, a 120,000 square foot renovation of Hamilton Hall. The project benefits the seven health sciences colleges and strengthens the interdisciplinary curriculum of Ohio State. Can you talk about how special this project is? And, And what I mean there is by incorporating things like the architecture and design elements of the old into the new, spotlighting that clock tower and even creating a new quad-like outdoor space. Yeah, so so this one's very special. So that, that clock, um, that clock uh, originally built in 1925 as part of the original construction of Hamilton, um, that was preserved as part of this project. And we were able to restore not only the clock face, but we were able to then put some digital backing within that clock. So they'll be able to play chimes if that's what they if that's what the college chooses to do or other songs I'm not aware of any plans but it it was very exciting and a special part of the project now the quad itself um, which uh, was carved out from the not only the renovation and some of the additions uh, this project if you recall had three very complex phases and that quad now includes many seats, many, uh, a terrace that's just adjacent to the forum, um, a lot of amenities out in that quad, and it'll be such a jewel within this area um, for the Health Science College. Now moving inside to the forum, which is a four-story atrium space, um, this this space, which also has floor-to-ceiling glass uh, that faces that exterior quad, 
Um, also will be a special gathering space for students or special events. And um, we're excited to open that up here um, at the end of construction, as you mentioned, in March. And then we have a little bit of punch list phase, um, but I know the College of Medicine is um, planning a lot of events coming up this, this spring and, and this summer for that space. It sounds like an amazing space for students, faculty, and even visitors to enjoy. So that's exciting. Uh, west of Kenny Road, the Waterman Multispecies Animal Learning Center, or MALC, is in full swing following a groundbreaking in late January. The project constructs a 100,000-square-foot facility that will consist of an interconnected series of barns housing different species, which include swine, equine, poultry, and others. Where do we stand with this one set to open in fall of 2025? And more specifically, I guess, if you could talk about the board just approved an expanded okay. scope. Yeah, so there was an existing adjacent dairy barn um, that actually was part of a separate project. And as part of that project, uh, we quickly found out that it was past its useful life. And so it started making sense um, that maybe these two projects, um, since they had a lot of synergies together um, and also advanced the college's uh, need on the on the farm site there to have all of their animals in sort of an adjacent uh, area. And so this dairy barn um, also through the construction and design process um, and planning phase, we quickly learned that the soils um, across the site were causing an issue where on the milk site, we would have to do a lot of cut and on the dairy site, we'd have to do a lot of fill and vice versa. And, and so we're having this difficulty balancing the site overall. And so for a lot of those types of reasons, like the example I just gave, it just made a lot of sense to combine. And now the college uh, will get will get the milk project and an updated structure for their dairy barn. That's great. Yeah, it seems like a really positive thing when you're able to look at these two different projects you were planning on doing and just put them together and like you said, have all those synergies. So another project that's just getting underway is the Biomedical and Materials Engineering Complex Phase 2. It's a $90 million project that's a second step behind the Mars G. Fontana Laboratories, which opened back in 2020. BMEC Phase 2 will be the home of first-year engineering courses, makerspace, biomedical and advanced materials R&D, and engaging K-12 STEM programs. It's set to open in October 2025, but what stage are we at right now with the crew? What work has taken place to date? Yeah, so uh, as you know, McQuig is an existing building that's adjacent to where the new BMAC addition will be built. And right now, uh, the crew has been focused on the abatement and demolition of interior walls within McQuig. And that's been really a lot of the focus. Um, as far as the new addition for BMAC, really what the crew on site is working on are the foundation systems, micro piles, and that activity really is happening right now on site. Yeah, that's cool. And and have you gotten any feedback on that first phase since 2020 on how useful it's been to the folks that are using the original BMAC phase one, as we called it at the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So College of Engineering, um, you know, they are in such need of updated space um, to advance their their program. And so that's why it's exciting to hear from them how much of a difference that has made in their um, students, the, the students that attend the College of Engineer Engineering, their, the difference that it's made in their lives. Um, and so this 
um, second phase of BMAC, my understanding is this will serve a lot of the first year students. So this will be the first impression um, that they get. And I'm so glad we were able to update some of the, the other phases, as you mentioned. Um, but, you know, generating that excitement now for their ongoing sort of advancement of their program, that's, that's what they're latching on to. Yeah, that sounds great. Campbell Hall renovation is a $61.2 million project that includes state funding and supports the College of Education and Human Ecology. I know the project will renovate 115,000 square feet of existing offices, research and computer labs, teaching kitchen, department and pool classrooms, and even collaborative areas. It's also addressing aging infrastructure. How important is it to renovate these legacy buildings, kind of like you did with the Pomerine Hall building over near Mirror Lake, to bring them into the modern teaching world? Yeah, so um, as an architect myself, obviously uh, taking a heritage building um, and updating it to modern technology and updating it to be able to achieve modern teaching practices is um, a beautiful um, partnership for me uh, to see. And so what's special about this project uh, alone is the preservation of the exterior facade, the arches, the, the door columns um, out on Neal Avenue and um, being able to um, put at the forefront um, some of those technologies within this uh, historic envelope um, has been really nice for the college. And my understanding is the college will be able to bring together um, all of their programs and their, um, their uh, faculty and staff in one location. It's neat to see your excitement on these projects. I can feel it as you talk about it. Last but not least, the Wexner Medical Center inpatient hospital project rolls on. It's the biggest in the history of Ohio State, a 1.9 million square foot tower with a $1.9 billion price tag. It's set to open early in 2026, which is not too far away. So what work is taking place right now at the inpatient hospital? Yeah, so we have um, finish work uh, occurring on the interior all over this, this tower. Um, what's exciting to see is the patient rooms um, they are getting their finishing touches, the, the head wall, uh, a lot of the finishes within the interior of the spaces. Um, obviously, we're further along on some of the lower floors, uh, and then they'll be working up uh, the tower. On the exterior of the building, um, it does look pretty complete on the exterior, but what's happening is a lot of finishing touches um, throughout uh, between the roof, um, some of the curtain walls, some of the brick detailing, all of that is coming together. I will say uh, one thing I wanted to call out is the connection of this building to the James Cancer Center. Um, so that connection, um, you know, we get excited about the tower itself, which um, should get a lot of attention, but we don't talk uh, as much about that connection point between the new building and that existing building. And removing those panels and connecting those two buildings are so, um, that is so difficult to do. And that team has done an amazing job of successfully connecting those two pieces together. What a massive, massive project. And I know our team went through and we take photos of these projects periodically and then post stories. And we just did one on the inpatient hospital project that you can look for soon. To learn more about these projects, our listeners can visit buildingthefuture.osu.edu. Kristen, we appreciate your time and the work of your team to build the future of Ohio State. Thanks for having me, Dan.
The City of Ohio State podcast is brought to you by the Office of Administration and Planning. Until next time, be kind and go Bucks. Go Bucks.